0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Rock Ag Podcast. This is Garrett Coffey, Ag and Natural Resource Agent for the University of Kentucky in Rockcastle County. Today, we will be joined by Dr. Bob Coleman, University of Kentucky equine specialist. We will be talking about what your horse weighs, how to determine what your horse weighs, and why you should know what your horse weighs. Thanks for joining us today, Dr. Bob.
1: Thanks Garrett, glad to be here.
0: So today, um, we are gonna talk about what does my horse weigh? So that could be um, that that could be a very in-depth uh, discussion. Um, we could talk about this. We can talk about it. I've seen people, you know, go round and round, and I think mostly the big reason is is that if I want to know what I weigh, I can run back here to a scale and jump on it, and I can tell you in about thirty seconds. With a horse, I'm going to say that most horse owners don't have a scale. Um, so it's kind of a guessing game, that kind of thing. So the first thing I want to touch on with this is, is why do I need to know what my horse weighs? Why is that important?
1: Well, it, it's important, Garrett, for a lot of reasons. Um, certainly, we, what I do as an equine nutritionist or when I'm building feeding programs, I need to know how much the horse weighs so I can, number one, estimate what he requires, and then I can calculate what we need to feed him so that's a big thing um, when we go with dewormers uh, typically we deworm at a rate relative to how much the horse weighs so we need to know how much he weighs <clears throat> so that we we treat them with the appropriate amount uh, any of the medications that we have uh, again are probably delivered based on so much of the medication per unit of body weight and so You know, and and again, we, we want to know whether it's feeding deworming medications, we want to deliver what the horse needs in the appropriate amount. So we're not either over or under supplying, whether it's a medication or a feed. So that that's kind of really important. I think the other thing is in a lot of cases, it's good to know what your horse weighs so that you can evaluate what you're doing. am I, am I taking good care of my horse? Right. Uh, and, and a lot of cases, you know, we have horses that are probably weighing a little more than they should. And like us, that's not good for them. Uh, by the same token, uh, horses that are underweight, uh, people are going to look over the fence and say, Oh, you are not doing a good job. And, and that's also not good. Now we might look at a horse and say, uh, he's, he's weighing what he should uh could he be a little heavier sure but for what i'm doing with this horse um this is appropriate and and understanding that is really good and and we'll kind of there's sort of two things that we can do that'll help horse owners to take care of business but basically it's it's really gives us an idea of how we can manage our horses and that's why we need to know what he weighs
0: i think uh a lot of dewormers that I have purchased, uh, you know, they treat a 1,200 pound horse, and I'm sure that there are a lot of 1,200 pound horses out there, according to the dewormer that they've been given.
1: Absolutely, and and uh, maybe that's some of the reasons why we've got horses that that aren't being dewormed very well. Uh, okay. But you're exactly right, uh, and if just think about it, if if it if it's close. So if we're a hundred pounds out, that's probably not that big a deal. Yeah. But if we're three or 400 pounds out
0: Yeah.
1: and you know, when you talk to the horse owners um, and ask them to tell you what their horse weighs and then put it on a scale, yeah. i promise you that there'll be somewheres between 75 and 175 pounds inaccurate. Yeah. yeah. And I hate to say it, even our, <clears throat> I mean, when people ask me to guess what their horses weigh, I'm, pretty tentative to not do that because i know i'm not very good at it i it don't do it enough
0: yeah it is a guess for sure
1: you know we, we can go to the to the guy at the carnival and you know that guesses your weight and your occupation of course yeah. that was probably 100 years ago
0: <laughs> i mean
1: he, he gave away cheap prizes because he never wanted to guess your weight because he couldn't
0: all right um so you know, and, and this is a a loaded question for you, I'm sure, but, uh, because there's so many different breeds and types, but, you know, if I'm, if I, if I go out to the pasture here after I get done talking to you and I look and I go, well, you know, they look all right, but what should my horse weigh? Where, where would I find out what my horse should weigh? I mean, do I call you and say, here's what I have, what should it weigh? You know, can I look that up online or where where would I find that information?
1: Well, actually that, um, didn't used to be available. In a lot of cases, we would look at horses and say, uh, okay, uh, he looks okay, but is he does he weigh what he should weigh? And there is actually something that people can buy. <clears throat> uh, it's called the Healthy Horse app. Uh, it was actually generated between the University of Minnesota and the University of Kentucky. We have measured about 2000 horses. And because of your, you know, what you said earlier, well, there's all these different kind of horses. We've actually looked at, I believe there's 18 different breeds that have gone into the the research and uh, been poked and prodded and measured and put on scales and done all that sort of stuff to come up with, you know, and and we're used to hearing about algorithms in Facebook and everything else and Google, but we basically put it all into a computer, Uh, we compartmentalized it by breed, and type and so there is an app that's available on your phone that you can measure your horse put the measurements into the to the phone you know, and it will calculate it and it will give you an estimate for what the horse uh, weighs today and it'll also give you an estimate of what ideal body weight is so it's very much like us going to the to the doctor's office and getting a bmi very nice uh, is is it deadly accurate? No, uh, it's probably accurate. I think our error rate was about 35%. Uh, if you actually know or your horse looks more like a, let's say if it's a, 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 a thoroughbred, but it really looks like a quarter horse. It's built like a quarter horse. It looks like one of those sprinting quarter horses. I'd probably be very, more likely to use the quarter horse calculation than i would the thoroughbred one yes yeah. by the same token we had a a quarter horse that was at a hunter show that we put it into the warm blood yeah equation and we were seven pounds out yeah that's that's pretty good it's pretty good so i think it you know you can buy it at <clears throat> last i checked it was a dollar 99 university of kentucky doesn't get a penny from that university of minnesota doesn't get a penny from it. Uh, it's, it's such a way, and if you look at the app, it actually shows you where to take the measurements. Okay. Now, If you don't have an iPhone or an Android, uh, you can still go and get a, a heart girth tape, um, and they're okay. Uh, they're better than guessing. Um, you have to, to use the heart girth tape the way that one was designed uh, not all heart girth tapes are the same uh, in the way that they were calibrated. And probably the biggest thing I see with uh heart girth tapes in a lot of cases, they are not big enough. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: You know, that that you'll see they might go to 1250 pounds. There's a few of the uh ones that are you just go and buy them. They're they're not supplied by a feed company or a pharmaceutical company. Um, they'll go up to about 325 which you think for most horses that should be big enough but if there's anybody out there that's got warm bloods uh, yeah. they're gonna be bigger than that yeah. and there's probably some corner horses that are going to be bigger than that oh yeah and yeah. so <clears throat> I, I like the the app is a little better uh, but the heart girth tapes can work and then the other one you can do is uh, there are some body measurements so you measure the length of the horse and his heart girth and put it into a formula that you can do this yourself. It's just the uh, heart girth squared. So heart girth times heart girth, and then multiply that by the length and divide that by 330, and that will give you a, an estimate of uh, body weight in pounds. Uh, now the length is you go from the point of the shoulder all the way around to the point of the buttock. So you actually do kind of have to go around and almost to the tail. It's not the same as measuring for a blanket. Yeah, a lot of people will do that, but then they get it too long. Uh, but then, again, that that gives you something that you can do. Uh, you need a good long tape measure. So, <clears throat> not to sell tape measures for anybody, but go buy the yellow or the pink ones at Walmart in the in the uh, sewing section.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: and get the 120 inch ones because that'll give you more than enough. That you can use that tape. They work really well. Uh, I carry one with me all the time because I need it if I'm going to use the, the the app. Yeah. Uh, But I think there's some ways that we can do that and it just gives you a a measure and you could do it, you know, every quarter of the year and say, yeah, I'm doing all right. And and in a lot of cases, knowing what your horse weighs, that the good news is for you because you can go back and say, you know, I measured them in, At Christmas time, and I measured him at Easter, and then I measured him on the Fourth of July, and my measurements say that he's within 25 pounds every time.
0: Yeah,
1: that would tell me that you're doing a really good job of caring for your horse. You're managing his feed, you're managing his exercise. Uh, Now, if he is 300 pounds overweight, well, then you're not doing a good job. But uh, at least you're consistent.
0: Right. <laughs> so, so on that subject is that, uh, I think that you just hit on it is that, you know, maybe, maybe for myself is, um, you know, I'm here at home. I've got some horses that I'm going to be doing some trail riding. I am going to be, uh, you know, using them maybe in some sorting pens with some cattle, uh, you know, maybe a couple of things like that. And probably, uh, you know, uh, I've got a general idea of what they weigh, but the body condition score of that horse is probably going to be as important as what it weighs um, because, like you said, you don't want the 300-pound overweight horse and you don't want the 300-pound underweight horse for sure. So, you know, the, determining that body condition score and and how we get to that point and, you know, keeping that body condition score consistent. You know, I may I may not ride near as much from Christmas to – Easter as I do from Easter to the 4th of July. So, you know, making sure that that body condition score is staying consistent is, is important. I think.
1: It is and, and body condition score. One of the things that people need to realize, um, it's a pretty simple system, but it, it basically measures stored body fat. That, that's what it does. It doesn't measure physical fitness. It's just stored body fat in, the system that we generally use is goes from one which is extremely thin to nine which is obese uh, and our ideal or where we would want to be or or the kind what I would recommend to the situation you just described about riding in that I would like my horse to be somewhere between a four and a six, yeah physiologically that. Uh, gives him enough calories and he's not carrying too much extra fat, um, that horse should do really well. If I was knowing I was going to do a lot of riding, I probably would like to start my riding season a little closer to a six than a four, because if I lose anything, I've got room to lose. Right. So that's really good. But I I look at body condition score and, and certainly some horses, it's like people will carry body fat in different places. We're not all built the same. Our horses aren't, <clears throat> but there's uh, around their neck, uh, about midway between their pole and their withers is a good place to check. Uh, it's kind of the last place on most horses that they will store fat, but it's a, it can certainly be a lot there. So we're gonna f- wanna check that, see how uh, much fat is there. Then we go down and check over their withers. So some of those horses that are really high withered horses, they're still fat beside that. And so you can check and and you want to see, can I actually feel uh, those vertebrae and how easy can I? Then I look over the behind the shoulder and there's a fat deposit that will form there. It's kind of a loose fat deposit. I sort of say it's kind of like Santa Claus. It wiggles like a bowl full of jelly. (coughs) Um, The bigger it is, the more it jiggles. Uh, then across their rib cage and I typically sort of stand at their shoulder and I'll look at the point of their hip and I run my hands right straight towards the point of the hip so it's kind of in an upward trajectory. I do that because uh, it puts me in the same place on every horse Yeah. Uh, and the lower on the rib cage you go the more likely you're to feel ribs the higher you go less likely so you can you kind of go in the middle, you, I think you're going to hit a happy medium. Then I'm going to check down their back. Uh, I'd like their back to be flat. Uh, they can have a negative crease, which means their backbone is sticking up. Uh, and you can kind of run your fingers on either side. The lower their condition, the higher their backbone sticks up. Mm-hmm. Not great for a horse that we're riding. We have to pat them a lot then. Yeah. And then lastly, be over their tail head. And that'll also be a fairly spongy fat. So the easiest way to to start, uh, and there's some fact sheets through uh, the College of Ag on is my horse too fat or my horse too thin are the two. And you can look at those, but I always start by looking at the horse. If I can see their ribs, even faintly, I know he's less than a five. Um, If I can't see any ribs, I know he's gotta be a five or greater. And then I start there and then I just start by palpating the, the six different places and I adjust my score accordingly so if I there's no you know I can't see the ribs but I can feel them. okay he's still a five there's no fat behind his shoulder still a five yeah. I can feel his withers still a five there's some fat but I can feel him pretty good he's flat down his back there's not a negative crease or a positive crease and a positive crease would be that that he could probably hold water so if we don't have that we're good kind of smooth over his over his point of his croup there's some fat there but there's not excessive amounts and then there's nothing on his neck this horse hasn't changed Um, if he starts to go get more or less then i add i add or subtract and so it's not uncommon that sometimes we'll have horses that or five over their ribs and they got a there's some of those breeds that like to keep a lot of fat and they'll have a eight neck yeah like somebody stuffed a football in there and that's just the way it is and and so we have to take that into account but looking at them and appreciating where the fat is and it's kind of like you said on one of the other programs we did where you know step back and look yeah what do you see same with this step back and look and and be very discerning about where you're seeing fat deposits. And if you're not sure, then go palpate them. But again, there's, there are those uh, two fact sheets that, that are really helpful. Uh, it's not all that hard if you follow the score sheet. Uh, we can all do this pretty good. I mean, I would be shocked that if you and I went and looked at a horse and followed the score sheet that we wouldn't be within one score
0: yeah.
1: of what that horse was. Yeah. Everybody says, well, that's one score. If I'm scoring them a five and a half and you score them a six, close that's, a, that's close and that's good enough for government work. Right. Now, if I score them an eight and you score them a three, well, we have done something
0: yeah.
1: outside the realm of following the scores. And so then we'd have to have a conversation, but that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Uh, you know, when we did that healthy horse app, as I said, we scored 2,000 horses. I probably I didn't score them all, but I scored pretty close to about 1,600. And we might be a half a score out yeah. with the graduate students once we got going, but not further than that. Very good. Every now and then I might pull a, an extension specialist trick and call one a seven, <laughs> even though it's a five, just to make them argue.
0: Right, right. Just to make sure they're paying attention, right?
1: Exactly. And <laughs> I think that's what you need to do. But it, it's a good system. Uh, is it perfect? Nope. But it, it certainly is a useful tool, like the heart girth tapes, just to keep track of what's going on.
0: Okay. Well, that is. Um, I think that's pretty well got us where we need to be. Any last words for us before we go? I think we're good.
1: All hope right. everybody enjoys their horses. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Get out there and ride. Enjoy your horses. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to contact us. The contact information will be as follows. Uh, Dr. Bob, thanks for joining us today, and we look forward to doing more in the future. You bet. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Rock Ag Podcast. For more information on the topic today, please contact Garrett Coffee at the Rockcastle County Extension Office at the contact information above.